0: Today we are in Matthew 8, 23-27, and Jesus has just given us a short discourse on what it means to be His disciple. Um, A disciple must regard Jesus as Yahweh, the Creator God and Lord of the Old Testament. A disciple must honor Jesus above his own family, even if that means leaving our unbelieving parents behind. Jesus also says that The Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head, and if you follow him, you are following him into certain danger. Well, we see those dangers now as Jesus gets into a boat, lays his head down to sleep, and a storm arises on the Sea of Galilee. And as I read this, I want you to think of other instances in the Bible where there is a ship caught in a storm. So, let's read this together. Now, when he got into a boat, his disciples followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. But he said to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, Who can this be, that even the winds and the sea obey him? The first thing I want to point out is that in the Greek, the word that is translated here as tempest is the word seismos, and everywhere else this word shows up in the New Testament, it is translated as earthquake. Matthew has purposefully chosen this word to foreshadow two other earthquakes in his gospel. There will be a seismos at Jesus' crucifixion, and there will be a seismos at his resurrection. Consider the, image, the imagery of this incident. Uh, Jesus enters the ship, his disciples follow him, doing what disciples are supposed to do, and then an earthquake arises in the sea, and the ship is covered by the waves. This is a burial image of God flooding the earth in judgment and bringing mankind down to the watery grave of Sheol. Jesus is sleeping, also a picture of death, and the ship is like Noah's ark, except Jesus is the ark. He is the one preserving them from drowning. The other image Matthew is calling to mind is the story of Jonah. Uh, Jonah was disobeying God's command to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, and the storm did not subside until he was tossed overboard. But here Jesus arises from sleep, a foreshadowing of his resurrection, and rebukes the winds and the sea. He calms the world with a word and demonstrates once again that he is the divine Son of God who rules over all creation. Just as the Spirit hovered over the waters prior to creation, now Jesus speaks over them in anticipation of the new creation. There's all sorts of lessons to be drawn from this passage, but um, I will give you just one. Following Jesus requires courage, and courage can only be demonstrated in the face of danger. Jesus asks his disciples, why are you fearful, O you of little faith? This is a question God is asking all of us as we endure the various trials he brings into our life. When the sickness comes, are we afraid? as if God cannot heal us or do we go to him in prayer and plead with him to save us? When we feel all alone and the waves of depression or despair toss us about, are we courageous enough to endure the hardness by faith and rejoice with thanksgiving until the clouds part? My prayer for you today is that God would give you courage and faith to trust him in every storm. Uh, Look at his power, look at his love for his disciples, despite their little faith. This is the God who gave us Psalm 4 verse 8, which says, I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety.